All right, welcome. This is this is gonna be fun, and <laughs> let's just introduce ourselves right off the bat. Um, my name is Connor, um, and my buddy Corbin is with me today. Yeah. And yeah, we we wanted to make a podcast with our friend group, and we, me and Corbin, we're like the impulsive type. Uh, we don't really plan a lot. We're just like, all right, let's do it. And we do it as soon as possible. And so this is us taking the initiative and starting our own podcast. And just it's meant to be something where we're just having fun, hanging out, telling jokes, telling stories, talking about stuff that is important in our lives. And yeah, you got anything to add? I mean, not not really. The best things happen unplanned. So let's just yeah, <laughs> let's, just let's go. Let's go. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Yep. All right. So, funny thing is, we rushed into this thing so fast we don't even have a name for our podcast. Yeah, we gotta, <laughs> we, we gotta come up with something, man. <laughs> yeah. So, as you guys are listening to this, you'll probably already know what the name is. But as of right now, me and Corbin, well, we're just talking now. Like we have, this, but <laughs> we have no idea that what the theme music's gonna be. We have no idea what the name of this episode or what the name of this podcast is going to be. So y'all are in for a treat on this episode. Cause it's just me completely off the dome here. <laughs> yeah. It's going to get more refined though, as we keep yeah, going. Yeah. So it's going to, it's going to be better. It's going to be better. Yeah. And we're going to get more people as we go on to, um, we have, uh, three other people that will probably be on regularly. Um, but they weren't able to make it tonight. Everyone had a busy night tonight and me and Corbin were like, we're free. We're not doing anything, so we might as well just do something fun together um, before graduation tonight for the seniors. That's exciting. Man. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, it's inspirational, man. It's it crazy. Is. Some, of, some of them I only knew for one year, but I got, I'm got. i glad I got to know them. But yeah, yeah. Satchel, same. if you're listening to this, man, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> respectfully, though, respectfully. Yeah. But. He, he called you out in front of everyone during the what what's it called the eagle pride walk eagle pride throughout walk, the yeah. campus he just stopped and we're not saw gonna you. say what he said we're not gonna, we're not gonna what repeat said. what he said and i it's crazy because mr lawyer's right there recording the entire thing and he, he just stopped in the middle of it and turns and looks at corbin and just yells calls him this thing it's not racist or anything but it was it's weird it's, it was weird and uh very personal and private, yeah, I, I would even, consider, but... I didn't even think of that. Yeah, no shame. <laughs> it's going to be on his recording when he listens to this. So. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, man. Yeah. Just got to live on. Yeah, that was that was a funny moment. <laughs> that that made me laugh out loud and also feel bad for you at the same time. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, while while we're here, I guess we can just hop, it, hop right into our first topic, though. Theology, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... First thing off the bat about us is we are men of faith, right? We're big believers, and we just want to see fire set in our school. Um, we want to see revival break out, and just not just our school, but all of Tacoma, all of Washington, and like whole country, baby, whole country, whole world. <laughs> like, why don't we just go big scale, Let's big go. scale here, like whole world? Um, so yeah. Uh, faith is our number one priority in our life and yeah, Corbin and me have just really been able to hold each other accountable. I feel like as of late and have really, I feel like we've watched each other grow a lot, especially in the past two months. And it's been, it's been a lot of fun actually. 
there's been some uncomfortable moments, but through the most, the, like the most part, it's been, it's been a lot of fun and yeah. it's only getting better from here. It's for real, man. And growth, I feel like growth, especially in faith, you know, like that is, it's really just the best feeling, you know, like just seeing, just being able to just sit and just experience, you know, God's glory mm-hmm. in your life, just being um, fulfilled and not, not only just in you, but also in uh, those people around you, you know, throughout uh, your school, through your friends, your family, all those people, just seeing um, God's glory and his goodness, just, and the consistency, like throughout your life, it's just, yeah, it's just amazing when you just sit down and take time to think about it. Yeah. But. Yeah. And while we're here, um, I thought we'd just explain like why we believe what we believe, because I feel like some, some um, people can be like, oh yeah, you're Christians. Well, do you even know why you believe? And I just thought I'd start off with like, yeah, I know people can ask that sometimes, but for me, why I believe personally is because I've seen so much evidence in my life of there actually being a real God and a God that's not just judging, but he's also loving, right? Yeah. And um, it just is a, everything from everything that he's done in my life. Like I can see how my life has been orchestrated, like how he's played a part in every single step of the way. And it blows my mind to think like, oh, if this thing didn't happen right here in this exact moment, even as tiny as it was, I wouldn't be where I am today. I might not even be alive today. Jeez, yeah. And for me, like, just the overwhelming peace and joy he brought me in an instant um, when I reached out to him and I cried out to him in my greatest moment of need and just immediately receiving his love, his um, joy and peace that surpassed all understanding. Because I look back on it and I'm like, I should not have been able to feel joy and peace in that moment. But yeah, he brought it to me anyways. Yeah. And yeah, for me, that's, that's like why I believe in the God of the Bible is the same God today. And I've seen that evident in my life. And so for me personally, that is why I believe. Uh, that's, yeah, that's good. So, um, for me personally in my life, uh, I grew up in a, I grew up as a pastor's kid. So, Hey PK, <laughs> yeah, you know, a couple a, of those. Yeah. Just a few. <laughs> yeah. Just a few. You know, um, we go to a Christian school, so yeah. we know a little, a little Maybe like one or two, you know. Yeah, maybe maybe three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I just you know, growing up in a as a pastor's kid, you know, you're always you're always hearing Bible verses, you're always hearing like uh, hymns, hearing songs, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, I don't think it like I honestly just didn't really care. Like I I would go like I would hear these songs, I know all these verses, but it was more so just like going through the motions mm-hmm. type of thing. And it really, my relationship with God didn't really become personal until um, I had an experience this summer. And it was just, mm. just like a, I just, ex- I was just able to experience like the, just the glory and the, the joy of God basically. And it was almost just like a, like a revelation almost, or like a epiphany. I don't even, <laughs> I don't yeah. even know. My vocabulary isn't that great, <laughs> but um I don't know, just from that moment on, it was just, it was just like, it was obvious to me personally, and that's when it became like personal to me that, oh, I know that um, there's a God out there that died for my sins, and, and mm-hmm. like, I don't know what it is that carries that weight, but it's it's just like the fact that, you know, like Jesus, the perfect, the perfect son of God, right, he left, right. he left the right hand of God, right, he left the, mm-hmm. the, just the perfection, the beauty of heaven, right? Because mm-hmm. the Bible describes heaven as, or like just the spiritual realm. 
is like greater than we could ever imagine. Like things that we've never even heard of or seen on this earth mm-hmm. are just um, like just they exist in um, in the spiritual realm or in heaven. And the fact that Jesus was able to choose us and say, "I'm going to save him. Yeah. I'm going to save her over." Like the beauty, the the perfection of the heaven. majesty. Yeah, of God, just yeah. leaving, just being in His presence. Because yeah. we both felt that, and it's yeah. it's like you never want to leave. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. You really don't want to leave. You really there, don't. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. But um, yeah, I just believe what I believe from personal experience, and also just mm-hmm. from when you just like putting aside personal experiences, when you like look at like the the evidence, and even just like the the science yeah. right behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It like there's really like there's really only one like plausible like there's no natural <laughs> I don't even know the words, but there's no like there's no natural way to explain um the world around us, right? right. Other than God, basically. Yeah. And so like you can like there's you know, a bunch of like copes or like um just theories, whatever whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them. Yeah. Uh to explain how we got here, what what we're doing here, what our purpose is here. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, um, if like just the evidence around us, I feel like just points so strongly to a God or to a creator mm-hmm. that it's just like undeniable. And especially like the, the one-to-one um, with like the Bible and like everything written in there with like the Dead right. Sea Scrolls and all that stuff. Yeah. Like it's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but, good. Yeah. Great word, man. <laughs> Mini sermon over here. Yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Um Yeah, and just kind of speaking on that a little bit. Have you been reading um I know you're finishing a book, but um that Holiness of God book we got. Yeah. Um yeah. we bought together and we wanted to read it. Like we're reading it senior year for um our apologetics class, our senior Bible class. And me and Corbin were just like impulse. We were like, we just impulse impulse bought it on Amazon because we were like, Hey, we're both hungry. We want more. So we're just going to dive right in before we, we ball before we even have to, like, we're just that, we're just that ready. And the, one of the amazing points that he brought up, uh, the author RC Sproul brought up in that book, like early on is the fact that God is our creator, right? And you think of creators, like artists, they normally have something that they start with, right? Yeah. Uh, An artist has canvas. They have paint that they start with. God had literally nothing. Just think about, think about that word, nothing. Can you think about nothing? I'm always thinking about something. Exactly. But try and just imagine what nothing looks like for a second. It's crazy because where my mind goes, it just goes to like this blank space and there's, it's all black and there's nothing. But the point he made is there's still air and air is something. (laughs) So it just starts to bend your mind. Like God literally had like created something out of nothing. No other creator has done that. No other artist has done that. And that's like, I mean, you want to talk about where humans get their creativity from, like, (laughs) we're made in God's image, and it's crazy, because God created something out of nothing just by speaking it. Yeah, it's crazy, man. No point of reference or anything. Yeah, just, man, it's, it blow, that, that part blew my mind. I had to set the book down and, like, just, like, whoa, hands on my head, like, 
that that that's uh, that just blew my mind. Like I can't I can't even comprehend that. That is yeah. insane. It is just yeah. It all just speaks to God and His goodness and His glory and His majesty and His holiness, which holiness of God like that's the whole point of the book and <laughs> yeah as he started to define holy i was like oh my goodness like this book is Yo, don't, insane don't spoil it too i'm much, not gonna I'm... spoil it but oh my gosh yeah it, it dude it, it broke me down dude like man once you get to the part where he um he's talking about uh isaiah like the prophet and this experience he had you're just gonna like crumble like is it's it's crazy yeah yeah god is good man yes he is all right (laughs) that was a yeah bit of a ramble but yeah good that was good that was a must like we wanted we were like all right if we're gonna do a podcast it's got to be faith first because that's our number one priority in our life and yeah there there's gonna be a lot of that on this podcast but there's also gonna be a lot of fun stuff, a lot of funny, funny stories, a lot of very funny characters on this podcast. Yeah. Um, so if if that's not really your jam, I understand that. Um, I really encourage you to still go and listen to that. But if you just are like whatever, we still have some great stuff on here for you, no yeah. matter what you believe. For sure. Yeah. All right. Just move on. Yeah. Next let's thing. move on. Let's talk about our weeks. Our weeks, yeah. all right. And, like, tell them a little about what we do, like what our week looks like each week. Uh, Okay, so for me personally, um, I quit soccer, like, a month ago or something like that. I don't know. Um, Mostly just because it wasn't, at least to me, it wasn't worth the, the time and the money and the effort if um, you're on just a lower-level team. I'm not, I'm not saying that mm-hmm. I suck, but, like... <laughs> um, <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't on the best team, right? And so uh-huh. because of that, like you obviously wouldn't be able to get um the best uh like opportunities to play or the best scholarships, the best offers, all that stuff. Right. So I just decided it wasn't worth. So I quit. And I have a bunch of time on my hands and I don't know what to do. And so I've just been um I don't even know. Weird like I don't I don't I don't know what I do <laughs> anymore, honestly. Like even even with all this free time, I still procrastinate with homework. Like I still got I still got late assignments. All well, no, no, I well, it depends. I don't one know. class, yeah, really, one class, <laughs> <laughs> maybe two, maybe yeah. three. I don't know. But um, yeah, I just I don't know. Procrastination is rough. But other than that, I still try and um, you know, try and get a little work out here and there. You know, try and. I still try and stay on top of like soccer practice and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, but other than that, my week was pretty empty. Just going to school, coming back, and nice. nothing in between. It's been chill. I actually, kind of enjoy the extra time, but it's yeah. been nice. Yeah. So for me, I recently just quit a sport too. <laughs> mine, mine. I feel like it was really painful to do, but it was essentially like, okay. I can hear God telling me to do this and it's time to move on. And he's got something else in store for me now that he wants me focusing my time and energy energy on. And so I was like, okay, God, I'm, this is completely crazy. I've been doing this for like over 10 years now, but I'm just gonna, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna act out of obedience and, um, yeah, just listen to what you're telling me. And 
So yeah, as of June 1st, it's June 2nd when I'm recording this. This is only my second day. Not going to a practice right after school, and it's weird, but I also feel at peace with it. Like, I know it was the right decision, and that just makes me like a thousand percent more excited for what God's going to do. For sure, yeah. (laughs) And yeah, so I'm still adjusting. Like, it's only my second day like this, but... Yeah, Wednesday I had practice and it was it was crazy my last one, and yeah the amount of love and support I had from my teammates like never really seen anything like that from them, and so that was that was a very touching moment I gotta admit I am a strong masculine man you know, <laughs> but I got a little bit choked up there and yeah it was hard they they made a card for me and it it was. It was, uh, yeah, it was an interesting card. It was a very well done card, but you know, some of the guys got a hold of it and may have drawn a few obscene things on there. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And so that, that was like touching, but also you guys know, you guys know who I am. Why would you draw that on there at the same time? You know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, for I was I was just super touched by also like they all wrote messages on it and by the time it got to my best friend, it's kind of funny. He all the, the only room he had for was a heart. It was like, but hey, I didn't have enough room for anything I wanted to say on there. Like, there's not enough room on that card for everything I wanted to say. And I was like, dang, dude, that it's touching, man. That's touching, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I'm still gonna keep in contact with them and my coaches, but. Yeah, that was that was a hard hard decision. Um that I'm still I'm still getting used to and yeah, yesterday was my first day and I was fairly busy yesterday afternoon actually. So I got home, I did um I did actually some journaling, which was nice and refreshing because there's like I was able to actually like make time. Yeah. Because I did not have as much time as I wanted to do, like reading the word every day and journaling. Mm-hmm. And so first thing I did when, when I got home yesterday, um, and this was like always the plan, but to just start um, getting in the word right away and then journaling and then homework and then whatever else I've got planned on that day. And so did that, did did my stupid English Flipgrid. <laughs> oh, Flipgrid's got to be the worst things ever, man. <laughs> it is. It is, but I honestly like I'm fine with it as long as we don't have to do any writing. Honestly, they just need to get rid of homework, bro. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, like while we're here, yeah. <laughs> while we're here, yeah, controversial let, opinions. Yes, let's let's kick homework out of here forever. Like, does it really do anything good for you? Not really. I mean, exactly. Like half the people don't even do it. Anyway, exactly. So why? Like, why are you still giving it if half the people don't even do it? Like exactly. we know, we know, we know some people that are just like, wait, we had homework yesterday. Homework should really only be given in college when you actually got like career stuff to do. Yeah. But you should. There should just be tests, and that's it. I feel like right. And if you don't pass some tests, then, then you're not paying attention in class. Like you got to do the grade gosh. over. I don't know. <laughs> if you do it like that, no more homework, man. Yeah. For real, I, yeah, I'm not a big fan of homework. My favorite teacher, one of my favorite teachers of all time, Mr. Miller, rarely ever did he give out homework and was still a great teacher and still learned a lot from his class. Yeah. And not just like English wise, but like life wise. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Any other hot takes? Uh, not right now. I uh, I'll finish talking about yesterday, and then yesterday it was it was fun. I actually got to do a interview, uh, for this camp I'm going to be counseling at in August. Oh, that's right. Um, it's for foster kids, and so I just had um an interview just for them to like get to know me and make sure that they can actually let me in <laughs> to their camp. <laughs> <laughs> no criminal offenses. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, they also still have to do a background check on me, but I don't think they'll come up with anything. I've never been pulled over. Or... Ten felonies. Yeah. <laughs> Three misdemeanors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely one of those guys. You know, they yeah. got to watch out for me. Um, but yeah, it was good. It, it was actually a lot of fun. I'm actually coming, like, beginning to a- enjoy interviews like that. Um, just because I'm such a people person. At certain times, yeah. <laughs> at certain times, there are times where I'm not very big on going out of my way to meet people, but I feel like lately I've been getting better at it, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that was a, that was actually a fun time and I got to learn a little bit more about what it looks like and what I'll be doing there. So that was, that was a lot of fun for me. And then... Oh yeah, the other thing about that was they were talking about like where it was and what the location looked like and what they're what we were gonna be doing. And I think we they said as counselors we get a break in the mornings, like early in the mornings. So we get a lot of guys there will go out fishing oh. on the lake. Oh, and I was like oh. fishing every day. Let's go. This it's so worth it for just that. I mean, obviously, I want to do it for the kids and the experience because it's just going to be amazing to see what God does with that, um, both in their lives and my life. Um, but I was like, dude, fishing—that just seals the deal, man. <laughs> Going out on good. the lake in the morning and just casting the line and yep. hooking one on and reeling it in, you know. <laughs> man, fishing really is crazy, man. It is. Haven't been able to go too too much recently but yeah i'm trying to go a whole we're, lot more this summer yeah, yeah yeah me and you we got we're trying to plan out some fishing trips every week yes every week during the summer do we just skip chelaine and go fishing instead that's what i said <sighs> man that might be <laughs> that might be the play honestly i don't know yeah I'm not sure it might be it might just i'm be. still trying to get you to come on my family vacation because my parents are on board with it they're like oh yeah corbin can August. come yeah August. Uh, that sounds that sounds fun. Yeah, because it's at Banks Lake, and you know I've seen some monster fish there, dude. Banks Lake. How, how yeah. big are we talking? Like we're talking like you know the size of this room. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd say, like from here on this desk to um probably here. Oh, that's a solid chunk right there. Yeah, solid that's, fish. That dude. is solid. Like they've literally like. I uh, went out to this little um, sort of island on the lake last year and was just casting out a fly rod. And since I wasn't as good with the fly rod last year, I didn't catch anything. I got bites, but I couldn't pull I it up in time him. to reel it and yeah. hook him on. But I just watched, and they're literally swimming under me. And these fish are, like, ginormous. Like... Dude, and then there's another spot on the lake where it's also like a very good sweet spot, and I've just paddleboarded over there, and they're just chilling over there, like not, not like not bothered at all. Like nobody ever goes and fishes over there. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, you guys are missing out because 
I paddleboarded over and they're swimming under me. Like, um, there's like these like lo- big rocks like in the water, and you can just see them swimming under you and over the rocks, and it's like, dang, Dude, that's incredible, man. Fishing. Yeah. I went. I went and cast a line out there a couple of years ago, and could have caught one without bait. Like <laughs> that's without <laughs> yeah, without bait. Like I literally cast the line without bait, and I got a bite. Dumb, I, they're, crazy, and they're just man. they're just chilling out there. Yeah, that is. Nice, it's the place man. to go. Fishing is just too relaxing. That's what I like about it. You're just out yeah. there on the lake, just chilling, just waiting for a bite. But. Yeah, and you can also, like, fishing can be exciting, too. Like, fly fishing, that's an adventure, dude. Fly fishing. I might need Especially, to on like, that. on the river. Like, because I'm going, uh, actually, tomorrow with my grandpa. And I'm, I'm stoked for that. Um, we're going to, on the Yakima River. Uh, we live in Washington, by the way. <laughs> Pacific Northwest, great PNW. For sure. <laughs> for sure. It, it, the nature's beautiful, but, you know, other aspects of life... Not so, not so much. Sometimes, you know, you know what I mean. No, nah, I'm not catching your drifts. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. All right. Um, but yeah, we're going uh on the Yakima River, and we'll be in like the Clee Elm area, I believe. Okay. And so, yeah, we're just gonna go to this fly fishing spot, and it's gonna be a ton of fun. Dude, that sounds <clears throat> that sounds crazy, man. Yeah. But maybe we might have to plan a few fishing trips this summer, but. Yeah, get Granters out there. Granters, of course. Now we need to get Granters on this podcast, <laughs> yeah. man. Come you on, Grant. Bum over here. Gosh, he's definitely gonna be. His brother's this. graduating, and we're like, dude, why aren't you on the podcast? Yeah, he's just he's just wasting time. He's talking about yeah. some drumline practice or something. Oh yeah, like, I got to drumline. Got to hit, hit a bunch of. Yeah, and then Josh was like, I can't come because I have band practice for graduation. And we're like, oh my gosh, dude. For graduation, you have yeah. to practice hitting drums. Apparently, apparently, I never understood that. Actually, is why do you yeah. have to practice walking when you're graduating? I don't understand. I don't know, but I, but I, I, I thought it was a pretty straightforward process. <laughs> I mean, I guess not. I guess they don't know how to walk. They, <laughs> they, they've gone through so much school they forgot how to walk properly. Satchel doesn't know how to walk, dude. <laughs> that yeah, you know what? I understand why they went through that walkthrough this morning now. Yep. <laughs> Neither does Isaiah, probably. But he was walking pretty there. freshly, actually, during that Eagle Pride walk through the school. I mean, he was, other than the Mr. Lawyer hallway, but, you know. Yeah, he stopped there and got, <laughs> there's a little hiccup there, but. <laughs> Maybe we'll mention it another time, but. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we can mention that, the name he called you. I don't think we can call it. Demonetize or something like that? I don't know. I don't know the rules of this podcast, so. We <laughs> We're keeping well, it clean. All right. Um. What was it? Oh yeah, hot takes. That's what I asked before. Any hot takes? Any crazy, crazy opinions? We're gonna lose a lot of listeners right here. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. I love Ben Shapiro, man. Ben, <laughs> ben Shapiro, man. Yeah. Conservative extraordinaire. All right. Yes. And why is that? I think he's got a he. he have you ever just watched him speak like just the way like in a debate like the how fast how quickly he comes out with like these extremely like logical ideas like it's just common sense like and he just comes up with it on the spot it's actually kind of impressive like i mean yeah he's a he's a smart he goes guy. through it like his brain is moving like a thousand times a thousand miles per hour and he's just speaking at like a hundred miles per hour and it's like it's crazy just watching him like in a debate and like his his takes 
Some of his takes, I mean, I have to admit, have been a little far out there. <laughs> but a lot of his takes are just like common sense. And it's like, yeah, this makes sense. I don't know why people think this other way. And like you listen to the other side, try and defend against him. And they're like, um, uh, but you see here, um, y- y- this is why you're wrong. <laughs> and give like a lame reason that makes no sense. And it's like, yeah, it's hard. It's hard not to like agree with you when the other side is just like, uh, yeah, that's a good point you made, <laughs> dude, but actually, see, this is why you're wrong. He just grills them, dude. I swear, <laughs> he does. He just he turns he on the oven and he just cooks them for like thirty minutes straight. It's crazy, <laughs> crazy does. man. I would not want to be up against Ben Shapiro, man. It's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> Masterclass arguer, man. Yeah. Man, I need I need that type of arguing against like other people, you know. People be yeah. having the worst. Oh my gosh, I heard you say <laughs> you and uh, you and uh, Nick the other day. Our friend Nick. Oh my gosh, you guys had the worst take. You guys no. were talking about no, 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 global no, no, no. warming doesn't exist. Oh my gosh, that broke my brain. You guys, <laughs> that was the worst take, dude. I've okay. heard it in a while. Oh my gosh, it's not that bad though. And by the way, this is funny that you bring up global <laughs> warming because like. We <laughs> we uh, talked about like this on our first on the on the first episode of my other podcast I'm on, which is uh, explain to me like I'm five, you know, oh, a little yeah. shameless plug there yeah. with my dad and my brother. But <laughs> it's it's here's the thing, like Mr. Moon talked about it like this once, like <laughs> in his age, they thought the Earth was like gonna be an ice age when we like in today's world like they thought oh yeah in 20 2020s it's gonna be an ice age and the whole earth's gonna be frozen over and now it's just like the complete opposite nowadays oh like oh in 2040 it's gonna be so hot there's just gonna be fires burning all over the world and there's gonna be no more civilization because the sun burnt everything out and there's gonna be like no water i mean yeah. and the ice is all gonna melt and we'll have no purified water and all this it's like I think you're overreacting a little. Like I think nature has shown, it's it it goes through ups and downs. You know, it's sure. it's yeah. The climate is changing, but it's not gonna reach one extreme. You know, I guess that makes sense. But <laughs> I remember he made a comment. What did he call it? He was he was a uh, he said global warming is made up by the. He's, what did he say? He said, "Was it the lib- liberals?" Yeah, the liberals. But he said he, he put a he said, he, he, said, he said it in a very offensive way, I think. <laughs> which I was funny. The word he put it, he like the it was like some alliteration type of thing. Yeah, <laughs> it was funny, man. I don't he know. he had a couple alliterations <laughs> that day that <laughs> both oh, yeah, had us laughing, and most of them repeated. were not okay. <laughs> but funny guy, man. We didn't. Yeah. <laughs> We might need to bring him on one time, <laughs> just as a just as a small feature, you know. Maybe it's a like a five minute feature, <laughs> five minute, maybe maybe ten, you know. Yeah, maybe he got to lay down the sauce a little bit, you know. Ex- explain his reasoning. His uh, his brain works a little bit weird. We just have to tell him no language. No language. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna hold him back, but we can try. <laughs> um. But yeah, um, hot takes, man. I don't know. I mean, I'll always say Pepsi's better than Coke, but, you know, that's, nope. just, that's just me nope, personally. No, you're wrong. That is you just me are I am 100% not, no, I'm not wrong. And anyone listening to this? Coke Zero? <laughs> like, ask why. Coke Zero? One of the best drinks ever created. Ask my dad. Coke, Coke Zero? Zero? Yeah, this thing I'm drinking right now? No. Coke Zero? Isn't this Coke Zero? 
I dude, no diet diet pep. Okay, so here's here's the here's the tier list, right? Of sodas, none of them are really that good. But yeah, Coke Zero <clears throat> Sugar, best the tier list. The tier list, best right. drink. It goes Dr Pepper on top, by far, like bar none. It's not even close. Uh, Dr Pepper on top. Okay. And next, next we got maybe Sprite or something. Sprite Fanta. We'll, 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 we'll uh, have, we'll I have them I honestly I put Fanta above Sprite. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. Okay. Next, next we got Pepsi, right? Mm-hmm. We got Pepsi. We got Mountain Dew. We got, we got. I don't know. We got a Mountain bunch of Dew's stuff. fourth. Or no, 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 not Mountain Dew. Sorry, uh, root beer. Not okay, Mountain Dew, not Mountain Dew. No, Mountain Dew's still pretty solid. Though. I'd take Mountain Dew over Coke personally. I yeah I yeah. Not mm. for Pepsi though. Pepsi is just peak peak human drink making. Man, I don't even know how to describe. Okay, it. but they're not even first on your list. Yeah, but it doesn't. It doesn't. And Doctor Pepper dude, as a first, any, <laughs> you're gonna get hate for that. Dude, that is I wrong. I don't care. Dude. There's that's just wrong. <laughs> any, drink, it's not first. Any drink that they can make turn black, dude, it can't be good for you either way, too. So either way, it's it doesn't really matter because yeah, I might have to put Fanta up there as number one, just because like the strawberry and orange Fanta duo like combo at the top combo. Like, like you mix them together, or like no, just oh, okay, like okay. <laughs> putting them in their own category. Like Fanta, Fanta is up there, yeah. Fan, in my opinion, Fanta's got to go on top just because of those two flavors. Like, have like just strawberry Fanta. Like I don't have it a lot, but when I do have it, I remember like, oh yeah, this is this is worth my money. Like this is actually like <laughs> a good, great tasting drink. And orange yeah, Fanta, good. like you pair it with it, like orange. I went to a Mariners game, um, like this past uh, what was it Saturday? I think it was a Saturday, and I I got um, their value soda, and that's just free. It's like a small little, um, a small little what's it called? Not bottle, but not bottle, but uh, cup. Okay, (laughs) cup, whatever. (laughs) And it's free refills through the game though for four bucks. So it's kind of a steal. You just go back constantly and refill it. I mean, but you have to get up a bunch of times, though. Is that really worth? No, because it's actually a decent size cup for free oh, like refills. Oh, like it's a big cup? It's not a big cup, but it's like it's about a medium. You know, it's okay. It's okay. like this this much. Okay. Yeah. All right. You, I about I like know this is a podcast. <laughs> six inches. Ah, uh, eight eight inches. Yeah, okay, that's. I mean, that's solid. It is solid. So for four bucks, you get free refills through the rest of the game. And the first time I got it, uh, oh wait, no, 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 this was actually a while ago. It was a souvenir soda, so it's like the big thing, and you get free refills for the rest of the game. And I got Orange Fanta both times and down that thing. So, I mean, <clears throat> it was it is good, like so good. And I think you pair that with Strawberry Fanta, it's it's worth it. Because if I'm going to Chick Fil A. And I'm not getting a milkshake. <laughs> I'm getting strawberry Fanta. I mean, that's fair, I guess. But I mean, just for me personally, the difference—the difference between Pepsi and Coke—is like I don't know. It's it, it's like the difference between a Lamborghini and a Toyota Corolla. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's not even close. It's no, really not even no, close. It's not even. You're close. wrong there. They taste the exact same. No, dude. they don't. Yes, they Coke, do. Coke leaves the worst lingering taste in your mouth. I cannot. I cannot describe how bad it is. Do you drink Coke like I'm drinking drinking it right now? Like with the ice in it in a glass bottle? I don't drink it anywhere except in the can, like straight out the can. 
Mm, that's where you're doing it wrong. You got to do it like this. <laughs> I got I got to put ice in it. Yeah, I gotta you got to get the ice in it. It it tastes good. What if it's cold already though? There's no difference. Exactly. No, there is. Exa- no, there's no difference. There's no difference. Just trust. <clears throat> it takes a little bit of the carbonation way, you know, <laughs> the carbonation. 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 All, right. All right, we're using the, we're using the modern yeah. slang now. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Carbonation. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're rocking with now. All right. We rock, we ball. Yeah, we ball. <laughs> Man, <clears throat> more hot takes. I don't know. None that I could really think of. Man, I, I didn't even finish talking about Thursday, though. But I <laughs> thought I finished with uh, with after that interview. I went to prayer room, and dude, he missed out. Oh uh, yeah, it was so good. Um, so we started out with like worship. Oh yeah, it was also Elijah's birthday yesterday. Elijah hippie, happy oh, birthday, bro, dude! I missed that. Too. Love you, bro. Um, yeah. Uh, so it was his birthday. So you know, had to when I found that out, I was like, bro, happy birthday! Like, let's go. Yeah. And then, um, let's see, after that, we, like, took 15 minutes to actually start. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. Yeah. (laughs) So, I was just there, you know, waiting, um, still letting people in. And then, and then we had, um, yeah, and then we started worship, and, yeah, it was really good. And then, it was kind of worship throughout the whole night this time uh sorry somebody's outside playing the piano and it's really annoying and i might have to get up and stop him but anyways um yeah it was basically like worship throughout the whole night to um last night which was different from what they normally do because you know they split up with an hour of worship and an hour of prayer yeah but um we did that and so like not even halfway through, it was like 30 minutes in, we started praying, and it was just like, it was basically a night of like the four R's, and Ethan um, Jones, he had the image of, he got the image during it of like, there's, like, we all had the feeling of like, man, there's something that's blocking us from going deeper, and Ethan Jones got like an image of like, these rings, and God is at the center of these rings, right? And we've been trying to like um get through these rings like with fire alone but we need faith in order to which i think it's like a great great image because he's like these concrete barriers right yeah like just surrounding and we will um try and go like just run full um full speed ahead and try and just go um through them fire alone but we just end up bouncing off and we're right back where we started. And he's like, in order to break through those, we need faith. And it was just four hours of like, not basically like, man, are we, maybe we haven't been believing for something in our life or in somebody else's life. And it was basically like, help me with my unbelief, help me with my faith, like type of night. And it was, it was so powerful and so good. And yeah, that sounds amazing. Do you want to explain the four R's real quick for people? That yeah. Don't know? Yeah. Four R's, um, uh, repent, repent. Okay. And then was it, I think it's re- receive, rebuke and replace. Yeah, so you repent to God, like, 
it's basically like, hey, God, I'm sorry. I've messed up and I'm turning away from this sin. I'm running away in the opposite direction of the sin into your arms. And then re- what, was, what did I say after that? Receive. No, I said... I said receive. I said receive. Um, Receive his um, love in that moment and his forgiveness and his grace and his mercy. And then rebuke. So cast out that sin in Jesus' name. Like in Jesus' name, that sin of lust is gone. I I rebuke it in Jesus' name. And then um, what did I say? Replace. So... We replace it with, um, it could be a Bible verse, it could be um, a good message, a good word, but bottom line, you're replacing that sin with a different habit, with um, with something else that brings you closer to God in the end. So that's what the four R's are, basically, in a quick rundown. Yeah, that's good, man. That's really good. Yeah. And then we got to today, right? Anything, yeah. Do anything today? Uh, today, today was a fun day, actually. I don't know about you, but I had a lot of fun serving at the senior breakfast. The senior breakfast? Yeah, yeah. that was fun. Just seeing, seeing all the parents, man, Coach Gibson, Coach Teddy, yeah. shout out to y'all, man. Life Christian coaches, man, they're yeah. crazy. But, yeah, it was, it was just, it was crazy. Just yeah. seeing, just the, like, the support and the, um, um, just like the, the work that they've put into to get to that moment. Like that's going to be us soon. Yeah. So that's (laughs) like a year from today, that's going to be us. And that, that blows my mind because we're not going to see these people ever again in our, like the hallways of our school. And I don't think that's fully hit me yet. Like we're never going to see Satchel in another Spanish class. (laughs) Like that's, that's, that's bittersweet at the same time, you know, like I'm, I'm happy for them. I'm glad they're graduating and they're moving on. They're moving on to a new season in their life. But it's also like, man, we're not going to get to see them on a regular basis anymore. And that sucks, you know? Yeah, it really does. But, but yeah, I'm excited for them. Um, it was cool to see. And I think props to LCA just for allowing, like, the staff to be a part of it, too. Like, yeah. all the teachers were there, and I think that was such a cool moment. Like, you see the Gibson sitting with Mr. Macbeth. Like, <laughs> dude, like, and obviously, like, they're, they're close. Like, Owen and Mr. Macbeth, I think, and Dylan ran their own business for a summer. Oh, so, they? like, they're they're pretty close, but, like, it's so cool, like, we had a late start, like everybody else had a late start just so the teachers could go to that and they could um they could sort of be a part of this senior breakfast too and um almost like one last goodbye, you know, like yeah. and you really get to um talk to old teachers and teachers that you may not have had for a while. And I think that's such a cool moment and experience that they gave them the opportunity to have. Yeah, it was it was really good. Yeah, but. and I gotta say, shout out to Mister Macbeth for his oh, message yeah. he gave. Like that was hype. <laughs> it dude. was crazy. Yeah, it was a great message. Like was- I was <laughs> dialed in that entire time. Like just like taking in every word because I was like, man, this is gonna be us next year. Yeah. And like the student, the student body voted him to speak um, at this breakfast, <laughs> and so. Like, it makes sense. Like, everybody loves Mr. McBeth. He's a great teacher, and he's a great guy. Like, we do um, prayer mornings with him every Wednesday morning. And 
for a while it was just me and him, and then you started joining after you remembered to set your alarm. Uh, okay, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, yeah. but... Yeah, and it's just been me, you, and him, and it, they've been great. I don't know about you, but I've been super encouraged by them, and I look forward to every Wednesday morning because yeah, of that. It's good, man. And it's like, man, who do we want to speak at our graduation yeah. breakfast next year? Like, I said we nominate Freeland, man. I'm trying to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to hear Mr. Freeland make a speech. Yeah, but. Mr. Freeland. I would be hype, but yeah. Or Mr. Mr. Comfort, dude. Mr. Comfort would be hype. Was it this year? Is last year? No. Oh, it wasn't. Oh, that would be nice then. But Macbeth. I think it's next year. Oh, but I don't know if that's common knowledge. So. Yeah. Macbeth stories, though they hit, man. Yes, they <laughs> just, do, dude. He has his, so many good stories. <laughs> like during service week, guy. we got a taste of it, dude. Like yeah, just, the amount of just genuinely funny stories he has from like serving like a lot of his stories he gets from serving right and yeah. it's so cool like it really is. man this guy's been around the block you know yeah service is like one of the best things you could do too like that's what right. i that's what i want to like try and do this summer especially yeah service is just one of those ways that you can just give back to those people and especially like when you see those people like um like on the streets right like no one like it like that's always just a sad sight to see you know like right. those people um, like to to get to a point in your life where you have to ask for like assistance from other like strangers, like yeah, that's a low point. Yeah, and so just like being able to help them out too, and what Macbeth does too, it's <laughs> helping those <laughs> helping those kids out of prison yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> like the, the the stories, like we might have to have him on like someday. <laughs> like it's it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, thinking he was an FBI agent bro, with those, <laughs> with those yeah. stories. Like, there's one story where he was crazy, and he was, like, talking with his old mentor because he had to go to his old mentor because one of his kids that, like, he was taking care of, like, not as, like, a parent or, like, father figure, or I guess sort of a father figure, but, like, he was kind of taking care of him in a way, and he ended up in prison for, I don't even think it was prison, I think it was something, like, I forget what it was, but like the it was like a government holding facility or something that they wanted oh, to yeah. like keep him there. Yeah, and he went and told his old mentor, and his old mentor was like, "All right, we gotta go break him out." <laughs> and I was like, "No way! You actually snuck into like a government facility and broke this kid out." But they did, and it's like, man, this guy's got some crazy stories, and he's just like yeah. such a great human and just great teacher, and yeah. love love being around him, hearing his stories, and. Yeah, it was good. Hopefully, it was legal though. It sounded a little bit, <laughs> it sounded a little bit illegal, but yeah, you know, it's fine. We ball, you know. Yeah, we, we ball move past that. Yeah, yeah. As long as it's not in his resume, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, moving. Should we move on to the next thing? Yeah. What do we want to talk about now? Ah uh, man, any uh, any good stories on your mind? Um, man, what what do I got? You might have to give me a second because I'm sure I have something good that I just got to think about first. Yeah, I mean, I guess while we're at it too, like the, um, I forget when it was, but like a few weeks back when you gave that, uh, that, what was it, the prospects, the prospect analogy, oh, the, dra- <laughs> the draft analogy. Dude, I can't believe I came up with that on that the spot. Crazy. That was a great... <laughs> analogy and the great thing was nobody knew what i was talking about except (laughs) you like i was was like hey do you guys understand this to like a couple girls sitting next to us and they're like no (laughs) makes no sense i was like perfect 
Right. That's I exactly like we should explain it, though. Like yeah, yeah. Let's explain it. You, why don't you set it up? Because, like, you were the one I, like, brought it up to in art class. Right. Sure. So, basically, we're sitting we're sitting in class, right? Just chilling, doing, I don't even know what, painting? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I forget. We're, <laughs> we're sitting there, and Connor's like, Yo, you seen any new uh new prospects on the draft? I'm, and I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there completely confused. I don't even know what this guy's talking about. And this was this was when I think the NFL draft was going on too, I think. And so I was, yeah, I, I, was. I thought you were talking about like the we actual. Like, we were like a couple weeks out from the NFL draft, so like this was in April. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so I I thought you were talking about like the actual like NFL dra- <laughs> draft when you first brought it up, and you were like, "Yeah, you've been you've been looking at any uh, prospects, maybe any trade deals." I'm like, "Bro, what? <laughs> like, what, what are you talking about?" And so, like, he just he keeps like he, he keeps the joke running basically, and I I, I finally get it right, and yeah, basically, you, you want to explain it? Or should- <laughs> Hold on, let me just explain. Like the moment of realization like the moment it dawned to him what i was talking about like i can't even describe how like perfect it was like he was it was funny it was hilarious his face when he finally understood it and then when he understood it, he just started like dying laughing and it's like it's corbin you have such a great laugh like it's fun <laughs> listening to you laugh and like if I it, like, if you start laughing like that, I know I like genuinely said something funny. <laughs> so like that yeah. that was such a great moment. But basically, when I when I, when I meant prospects, I basically meant you know um any uh how would you say how would you describe this? I want to put this in a respectful way. Um, <laughs> uh, females, you know, females that he might have been uh, talking to, or you know. On yeah. the lookout for, yeah, basically asking if I've been talking to any, any women, any girls, <laughs> yeah. you know. And uh, at the time, you know, there's no, there was no current, uh, you know, any dating prospects, you yeah, know? any, uh, any, any draft prospects. <laughs> there was no, there was no trade deals that came yeah. up. He, he he traded back to get more uh, opportunities in the next year's draft. Yeah, I, I needed more uh, revenue, if you know what I mean. You know what I mean? You draft know what capital. Yeah, <laughs> draft capital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, draft capital. Yeah, yeah. for sure. He, he yeah. wanted. He he wants to make sure, like you know, I mean, it's the right the, thing. That's the great thing about NFL drafts. You know, like you could like like you could trade for like. Actually, I don't think I can say that. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. But, you can you know, trade like you can, when you're on the clock. <laughs> oh yeah, you can you can trade like especially like when it comes down to the wire though. Like you know, like you get um, yeah. Usually though, like you're pretty lucky if you get first round pick, but you know Ooh, I'm I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm unfortunate. You know I get I get like 17th round pick. I don't even know. I'm down. I mean there, you're you know, a great so. looking guy though. So mm. I mean it's like a draft steal. You know subjective. You know <laughs> it, it it just depends. You know because you know some some teams think I got you know. It's like when that fifth round pick turns into like the best player in the draft. You know <laughs> or like no even better seventh round Tom Brady. You know like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> turns into Russell like the Wilson. greatest of all time. Yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, like trying to be like him, man. like. <laughs> but like, I like the analogy because, like, you, you're um, you're you you want to pick out the right one, right? And if like your gut, but in this case, it would be like Holy Spirit or God tells you no, like you're gonna pass that prospect up, you know? Yeah, I, I can't sign the contract. You know, what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't sign on the deal. But, yeah, yeah, you're basically waiting until. You get the go ahead until the right prospect comes. The along, thumbs you know? up from the Holy Spirit, you know. Yeah. It might cost me like twenty three mil, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's fine. We ball, man. We ball. I need a new wide receiver, anyways. You know. 
know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why wide receiver? I, I, I would think quarterback, you know. Wide like, receiver. You know, signal caller, you know. I mean, I already throw dimes, you know what I'm saying? They just got to catch it, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, that's great. <laughs> oh, Bro, we're, we're hanging on to that one. <laughs> yep. But I can run it too, you know. I, I, I can run it myself like Justin Fields, you're, you know what You're I'm a saying? dual threat. <laughs> yeah, I do. a dual threat for sure. Yeah, Lamar Jackson type of player. Prime Lamar. Kyler Murray. Uh, Kyler Murray's washed. Um, Russell Wilson in his prime. So, yeah, 2013 Wilson, yeah. bro. That was peak Wilson, man. Yeah. That, was, that was fun, man. The so, Seahawks. you're not you're not like the old Tom Brady, like, goat, but he just sits back and passes all the time. He's, like, he's actually a dual threat out there, you know, course, running with it, course, yeah. throwing it. Running, throwing 70-yard bombs, too. You already yeah. know. He's got those short passes. He's got those long passes, mid-range, and then he's just... He'll be like Justin Fields and run like into his own end zone and then somehow <laughs> escape all his defenders and score a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, you know, Paul the Apostle, he only ran the ball, you know. He didn't pass at all. He just <laughs> he just ran by himself, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he just he just ran the whole game. No passing. <laughs> Inspirational. For real for real, man. Really gives hope gotta, for the rest of us. Yeah, you gotta have respect. Like I mean, some of us were just Maybe called to be single for the rest of our life, you know, yeah. on our own team, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but it's okay. We have Jesus on our team, so we're not really on our own. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, and then there was that. There was that other analogy too of the the, the scratched car. But I don't know if we. Oh, <laughs> I don't know we if can't we talk go about that. that. Yeah, Grant. Um, Grant's the only one that might understand that. That's listening, but yeah. yeah. We'll Don't want to open time. that box right now. Pandora's box. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. <laughs> On a side note, though, Greek mythology is actually crazy. With, like, Pandora's box and all that stuff, like, if you actually, like, look into it, it's actually crazy. But It's just, like, a, like you can tell it's man-made in a way. Yeah, like, a little bit. But it's still interesting, though. Yeah. Like, like I'm sorry, but you're... Okay, if you're coming up, like... If you're trying to make like this culture, right? Yeah. You're like I'm I'm thinking that the guy that made this up was like pretty fearful. You know, like he's like, dude, I'm so scared of lightning and thunder. So I'm just I'm just gonna create up this guy that's suddenly in charge of lightning and thunder so I can pray to him whenever there's like a thunderstorm, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> like Poseidon, like this like Greek god in parentheses or not parentheses but in whatever yeah you the thing you do with your hands like when you're oh uh, quotes yeah. yeah yeah quote unquote yeah yeah um this quote unquote god of the sea um like you're you're telling me you made up this you're telling me that there's actually somebody that like controls like there's a singular person that controls I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but, like, yeah. this guy definitely just made it, him up just because he was scared of the sea. He was like, <laughs> well, I guess I need someone to pray to to help <laughs> me escape sea storms. Yeah. It's, it's like, like those Mother Goose nursery rhymes yeah. or whatever. The, yeah. Yeah. And then there's, like, the, the god of the god of love, you know, the god yeah. of Riz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody asked me, actually... um, what would happen if Zeus came down and like announced that I'm Zeus, I'm real, like somebody on my sun team? And I was like, here's how I would respond to that. I would say, man, that's a demon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Um, goodbye. Yes, yeah, like I'm sorry, but 
Yeah, that whole that whole thing was like I think in my my opinion it's like very man made. Like man, we're they're just so scared of like all these things or like man, I want love, so I'm going to pray to the god of love that I fall in love that like Cupid shoots me with an arrow of love, you know, like <laughs> yeah. come on. Like it's it's also just like this these man made explanations for all this like phenomenon and it's it, yeah, it's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean the freshman the freshman got to like look into it a little bit more. It was it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. But. Like I read Percy Jackson, so I know a lot. <laughs> Dude, the movies are, are No, they're trash. What? Have you gone back and watched them? They're the actually first, trash, the dude. First uh Percy Jackson movie is amazing, dude. Like when he when he finds out that he You should can, go like, and tell that to Rick Riordan's uh whatever his last name is, face. Dude, I'll 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 say He will actually face. slap you, dude. No, I don't He's, I don't care, dude. He hates those movies because they Even the they first don't, one? Yeah, they don't stay true to the book. Who cares? Bro, dude, who, cares? who cares? Who cares? Dude, Bro, it's I like- genuinely enjoyed The Great Gatsby because I knew what was going on the entire time, and I knew it was going to happen because they stayed true to the book, and it like, oh okay, there's nothing, like, like there's not all of a sudden this new timeline and this new, like, character that's thrown into the midst, but, like, with Percy Jackson, they, like, completely messed up the ending, dude, like... Bro, I, I'm sorry. Like they got maybe like the first part of it right, and then you they just screwed everything else up after that. And like the second movie but, too, it was so bad. Why are you bringing in like the biggest villain that doesn't really pop up until the fourth book, and like actually shows up and does stuff in the fifth book? Why are you bringing this guy up in the second movie and then killing him in the second movie when there should be five movies, <laughs> like? I mean, they could, they could and then they had to it, quit though. there because it, because they it was they were just so bad and uh, everyone after the second movie was like yeah this thing, it it doesn't stay true to the book and I have no idea what's going on because they're just running and making their own crap up at this point and their own timeline and it's terrible. I mean, like they brought two villains from two separate books into the same <laughs> book and one of them was supposed to be like the strongest villain and like the the whole thing. And he was destroyed in like the first five minutes we saw him. What? Yeah. That's a bit. So I, I haven't seen the second one though. I'm but. sorry. That's that's my rant on that's, like the whole Percy Jackson <laughs> movie series, and they're terrible. And see. now he's turned like some. He's got a book with like a gay couple now. So I haven't I haven't been following up with him anymore after that. I was like, yeah, I'm I'm a check out now. I've <laughs> I've grown up now. I don't need to read those books anymore. But they were they were very enjoyable. You know, like the Percy and Annabeth, I was like I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, respectfully, I disagree cuz like this they do the same thing with Marvel, right? So like for Marvel, they make the they make the comics, right? Yeah, but got... nobody no no real no fan these days actually read the comic books. But like they, the the true like dedicated fans, yeah, they read them. Like Mr. Gentile, but like he's <laughs> read like all the comic books, dude. But any like normal on the street fan today, nobody's read a single one of those comic books. But they go so off trail, like they go so off course. Yeah, I'm sure the, they do. The but comics. I have no idea about it, so I'm like, okay, whatever. Exactly. You do whatever you want to do, but. but like, see, the thing about Percy Jackson was that was such a popular series that everyone had read the books. Really? Yeah. I've I've never read the books. I've only seen the <laughs> I've only what? seen the movies. I've what? never seen the Percy I've never read the Percy Jackson book. That's heresy. 
It is. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. The books are so so much better. Like so much better. Maybe that's yes. why I enjoyed the movie so much. Because like I don't know. Because like when you when you find out like at the beginning of the movie, I think it's like. Uh, it cuts to like where he's holding his breath underwater, something like yeah. that, and he's holding it for like an hour. Yeah, that was or that was actually like that. that was like that was cool. cool, and like just like the first part of that movie up to like where yeah, Poseidon first... shows up. Like, I mean, but even then, like when he goes to like the the camp of like the I, I don't even know camp like, half blood. Yeah, whatever the camp is. Yeah, um, and he like sees all the other people with powers or whatever. Yeah, I feel like it like it was still cool. Like like they still kept you like entertained the whole movie. So it was it was a solid movie. I would say like okay a, yeah a solid like eight out of ten. A seven, solid feel good movie where nothing bad happened. I mean, top but like the same thing. If you're reading the book, like you think his mom died like in the beginning. Really? Yeah. Like did his mom die? Did his mom die? No. Uh, but I'm saying like in the book in the moment you're like dude this dude's mom just died and <laughs> he's like. And she like, dude. It was it was a crazy scene in the book. Like, I think the movie did a fairly good job at portraying it, but they could have done better, you know. Um, but <laughs> the the books are just so much better, dude. Like, I can literally lend you the books today, and you can start reading them and be like, oh yeah, the book is like it actually hits. Man, might have to take you up on that offer, man. I might need to read the books. Yeah, but but I'm telling you, like, um. The third in his second series. So, the first series it was like all like the Greek um, demigods, and then the second series it introduced like the Roman side of it. Because oh, so, and oh. then and then the in the third book. So the first book it's like um, this Roman uh, kid, like the Roman, uh, like a demigod of a Roman one or whatever. Like this is all like made up stuff, whatever, and I don't believe it, but like the the culture or whatever just want to again preface that but like yeah um he shows up at the greek camp and they're like bro who is this kid he he doesn't have like the normal powers or whatever and he's like super old so he should have been killed by now like because on their own like demigods don't last that long on their own if they don't make it to camp because the older okay. they get the stronger their scent is for the monsters or whatever <laughs> <laughs> and so like there there's no way this kid should be alive and whatever and he has these like roman tattoos on his arm and this like the first book it's like he goes on a quest and whatever and like da da with like greek ones and then the second book it's what like Percy is actually at the Roman like shows up at the Roman camp, For like the second book. Yeah, because apparently like Hera, you know, like the one that's married to Zeus. Oh yeah, like wiped away his memory, like stole his memory because she. This was basically her idea, and she wanted to reunite or to unite the camps. Oh, okay, because apparently there's this big threat coming, and she was the only one that saw it and. She was like, okay, I need to unite this, these camps, so I'm going to take the two leaders and I'm going to switch them. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And so he shows up at the Roman camp. They do a whole quest, and they're like, dude, who is this kid? He's like, there's like, and there's like nobody from the, like, the Roman sea god. Like, there's no children of them there. So he's like the only one with like these water powers and stuff. Yeah. And they go and do their whole quest. But this whole time, like, Percy is separated from Annabeth. But he still knows she exists, and he knows, like, he somehow knows that he has a girlfriend, even though his whole memory was wiped. What? And then, so, finally, (laughs) like, he gets his memory back over the course of that second book, 
And then in, finally in the third book, dude, that relationship getting back together was like so straight fire, dude. I was like, man. <laughs> the heartstrings. Ah, uh, the heartstrings. They were, they were tugged on, you know? Like, man. That 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 one scene in the book where they're just cuddling in one of the horse stalls or whatever. Horse stalls. What's... Yeah, and they're they're like apparently it's like a gl- clear glass bottom and they're looking out below them because they're in this flying ship or whatever. Oh, okay. And they're like looking at the earth below them, and it's like, dude, must be nice, you know. <laughs> it must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that's um, I don't want to say that's goals right there, but you know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, solid, solid, solid 10 out of 10 series. Those the two Percy series. Jackson yeah. series? The books yeah. or the... The books. Okay. Yeah. 10 out of 10 series, man. Yeah. I don't know. Might have, might have to check it out, maybe. I might consider it. Yeah. You know what was a peak series? That was Diary of the Wimpy Kid. That was yeah. best best book series by far, hands down. Yeah. I don't care. Very nostalgic. <laughs> That's probably why it's good. Yeah. But... Um, you yeah, start reading those when you're in like... First grade, Dog, I, I still read them, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Occasionally, like when, yeah. when you see one, though, like when you're you like when you just don't want to think about anything, and you're like, I want an easy book to read. You just go straight yeah. to Diary of the Wimpy Kid. Dude, they banned those books at our school because they were such easy reads. Like you can finish <laughs> them in like two hours. Dude, yeah, they banned them. I can finish those within an, within thirty minutes, dude. Yeah, you can like place them. The storyline though is pretty solid. Yeah, like, <laughs> the, dude, the story writing is crazy, and like, yeah, the images like help it so much. Yeah, it's it's cool. Greg's a funny guy. Yeah, he's, I wouldn't read it if it was just words. He's a little bit weird. Greg is I don't even know. People people say he's like a like a sociopath, right? Or something like that. Like he's I have a weird no guy. idea what people say about him. I just read the books. I, don't know, I like, didn't hear any takes on the character or I don't know. I've heard, I've heard a bunch of people say he's like socially weird, which kind of is true, but I feel like he's not that far off from the yeah. normal kid. I feel like he's a pretty I feel like he's guy. just a kid trying to make it through middle school and high school. He's just chilling, man. Yeah. But Roderick, on the other hand, he's he's, <laughs> he's an actual danger to society. <laughs> he needs to be locked up immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the junk he's done, especially in the the movies too, Dude. like how they like put him in the movies. Yeah. He needs to go to prison, man. Yeah, it's actually but. crazy. I watched somebody do like a review on like the Diary of the Wimpy Kid movies, and um, he didn't like like the second or like the sequels, but he liked the original one. And like, it it was the original one, like the OG uh, oh, Diary like the of a very w- first one. Yeah, it's actually like very good. Like, yeah. it had a great storyline. The characters are great. Um, Roderick was like one of the best characters, and yeah. And then he just got more crazy. Like as the movie series went on, like, like he there's that one scene where he like left fake vomit on that. Like oh, coach's yeah. car, yeah. <laughs> and they just chased him through the mall, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, movies, movies were good, but the books, the books will always the books be were nostalgic. Better. Yeah, they'll always just hold that nostalgic feeling. The books in the first movie, in my opinion, like those are the highlights of Diary of Wimpy Kid. The sequels, eh, I don't really like them as much. Yeah, they're all right, but like Greg just getting rejected like by every girl, like every middle school guy felt that, you know, except for the. One or two lucky guys in every school. Yeah, Grant. Uh, <laughs> Grant's Grant's laying down the game, bro. When he when he comes on here, he's he's uh he's risen all the girls that listen yeah. up. He's 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 sharing the sauce is what he's doing. <laughs> he got to share the sauce, but yeah. All right. Um, 
I don't know how how long are we just gonna are we just gonna keep it rolling. Just keep yeah, it let's keep it rolling. I'm I'm having a blast right now. All right, yeah, for sure. Ah oh, man, man, um, what are we talking about now? No idea, honestly. Um, Do you want to go into like? I feel like it'd be fun to talk about like favorite movies and TV shows. Favorite, like top movies. top uh, movies and TV shows, in our opinion. I feel like that can go somewhere pretty funny. All right, I can start it off. All right, sure. Because I, I think you already know what one of my answers is gonna be. So I'm gonna start off with like TV shows. You know, Corbin oh already God. knows where no, I'm going no, with no, this. No, no, no. All right, so no. we gotta go for it's it's top three. I wouldn't. I don't know if I categorize it as the top. Okay, but. One of my top shows, and I watched this with my dad and brother too, so like if I ever go back and watch it, like it's gonna be nostalgic for that reason. Uh like it's always gonna hold that place in my heart. Yeah. But we're talking Lost here. Lost the T V show ran from like two thousand something to two thousand something. <laughs> <laughs> real specific. Yeah, yeah, real specific. I definitely know the dates. <laughs> yep. But just everything about that show, like, the mystery, like, it just, it was so good, dude. And I think, like, it's part of the mystery. Like, you you think of, um, what's that flight that went missing? Like, Malaysia, or that, that Malaysian flight that went missing? Oh, yeah, like, flight uh, 737 or something like that, yeah. Yeah, something like that. I think it had a 6 in there and a 3 or something like that, but I... I have no idea what I'm talking about, guys. <laughs> but, like, there's just part of that, that intrigue of, like... Like, and this this show happened before that flight disappeared, and, like, and it's just, like, man, like, if this actually happened, like, if this actually happened in real life, this is, this is actually fairly, like, accurate as to what might happen, and it's, like, yeah. it's got the perfect, um, like, the perfect balance of, like, natural and supernatural, I think, of the show, because, like, they, they just crash land on this plane, right, and, it's all these people like and the the way they just put together the characters and the the storyline and how everything was connected and how everything led up to that plane crash like it's insane like the amount of interaction that those um that the survivors had with each other before they actually got on the plane like it's cr- oh it's, like everyone's interconnected type yeah of thing? everyone's interconnected and it's like it like they put together the show so well like i just the sheer mystery of the show and like the ending it leaves you like what what did i just watch what okay one of two things happen and there's still like a debate like out there like i'm not gonna spoil it for any for anyone but like it's just like Man, what 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 was the point of the ending? Why did they show that last scene? Like, what does it mean? Does it mean this happened or this happened? And I mean, I have my personal belief. Like, if you all want to watch it and request us to do an episode on what I think, like, I'd be glad to. But it's like just the way they put it together and. I think they do a lot of great character development for a lot of the characters, like the main character of the show, Jack Shepard. Like, the character development on him is, like, straight fire. Like, and then the flashbacks, like, dude, it, it, it like, gets you so emotionally invested with, like, every single character because it's, like, it's bouncing around to, like, all these different people's perspectives. Like, you got Jack, you got Kate, you got Sawyer, <laughs> um, you got Hurley, you got... um. 
what's her name? Uh, shoot, she's the Asian lady. What's her name? You got Jim, um, or Jin, and dude, I'm blanking on the name. And you got Claire, and you just got all these characters that, um, or and you got John Locke, dude. John Locke is one of the most like. One of the most entertaining characters and also, like, captivating and mysterious. Like, you, you don't know what this guy's going to do next. And he's also, like, he's, like, <laughs> like, you think of, like, rednecks that just, like, you know, like, they carry and, like, um, conceal carry or whatever it is, like, with, with guns. But oh, yeah. this dude, John Locke, shows up on the island with, like, a bu- like a bunch of knives in his shoot- suitcase. Like, he's one of those guys. Like, he's just ready for anything, dude. And... Man, the the book is just so so. Or it's a the, book too, not the book, oh. but the but the show is just so well done, in my opinion, and it really grabs you from the beginning. It's like, okay, what's really going on here? Because this this plane crash should have never happened, and it just it brings in so many different elements too. Because there's a whole other people on the island, and you don't find out about them until like a certain point on in the show, and you're like, whoa, these people were there this whole time. And they've been on this island for how long? And how did they get there in the first place? And it's 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 this whole thing, and it keeps you captivated from the beginning. Yeah, that sounds. I mean, the way you describe it, it sounds interesting. But I don't know. I don't know if it's something I could get into. Yeah, we've watched a couple episodes together, and there have been a few where you're like, "Dang!" I mean, like, some of them. Yeah, like it's it's interesting overall, but I don't know if it's something I would like because the episodes are long too, aren't they? They're like yeah, they're hours. like forty minutes. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe it's something I'll check out in the in the near far future. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, other top two. You said lost was within your top three. So what's yeah? What are the other oh, two? I also uh, I want to add that there's also an element of like religion in that show too, which I also think like it brings another part into like and it makes you actually like question for yourself like what happens after you die. And I think that's like like I don't know if I agreed with their answer very well you know but i think it was a great like it got you thinking it made you think and i i like that about a show it's not like you're just mindlessly watching it and you're like oh yeah the that person killed that person because they wanted revenge but no there's actually like so many different layers behind it and like i just thought it was a great great show and they brought in religion into it and like one of my favorite moments is it was in like the first five episodes and this dude is like in grief because the, this these people like took his um, girlfriend that was pregnant. Wait, what? Well, because they like they like, well, sort of his girlfriend, but not really. Like they were talking, you know, talking, quote unquote. Was it his kid though? No, it wasn't his kid. Okay. But, um, yeah, they would met each other just on that island, and um, they were already like getting super close, and um he was like watching out for her and protecting her. And he like these people like sprung up, sprung up on them and like, like, um, uh, kidnapped her. And this is just like broken down in grief, like blaming himself. And, um, this, this character called Rose, I love Rose and the Bernard and Rose, like that's also like their, their husband and wife. And it like, Dude, they're they're such an interesting couple, and like the the decision that they make later on in the show, it like, man, it, it 
it's so touching, but it also makes you wonder, like, man, why would why would they make that decision? It's like, it's, it's it just makes you think. But the line that got me, and like, it still has me to this day. But she comes over and is like comforting him, and she's like, and he's like, I need help, like just breaking down, like I need help, crying. Yeah. And she's like just there for him, like comforting him. And she's like, but honey, I'm not the one that can help you. Only God can do that. And I was like, dang, like that, that, that line hit dude. And that was like at the end of an episode, they're fading it out. And that was like, one of the, I think the last thing that was said, and it was just like, man, I, I love the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's what got you hooked. Yeah, uh, one of the things that got me hooked. I mean, the monster in the first episode got me hooked. The hooked. monster, the storyline behind the the monster, but that was that was great. Yeah. All right, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and then I gotta go with like maybe the top show I've ever watched might have to be um, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Have you watched it? I've seen the first two seasons. It's it's pretty solid, I would say. Yeah, but. the first season especially. Like it's yeah, the first season. We started in I think the second episode in, like we started off and we we're like a little skeptical, right? Like we didn't know what to expect, but my dad was like by the second episode, like, this is actually a solid show. Like the way they're setting it up and everything, like it's it's a really good show so far. And we finished that first season, he was like, That might be one of the best shows like I've ever watched just that first season alone. Yeah. And then we just kept on blazing through all four seasons. <laughs> all four seasons. Dude, season three, like... season four got a little little whack. That's when they're older, right? Um, when they're like What do you mean older? Like older is it, wait, is that the season <clears throat> when like uh Eleven has like actual hair? Uh yes. I think and she I might think did she her... have hair in season two? Was that when she was living with the guy? I forget. Hopper. She was Hopper, living with, yeah, Hopper. with Hopper. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. She did have a little bit of hair, I think. But yeah. Not a hundred percent sure. Okay. I just remember um, season one and I think it was season two where they found Will in the ground or whatever, or when, when Will was like drawing out the maps. Yeah. Of like the, um, I forget what they called the other place. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking. So the upside much. down. The uh, yeah, the upside down. Yeah. With yeah. like all the others, like the when he was like drawing all that, like all those just scribbles on the piece of paper and whatever, yeah. and they all like lined up to the city map and everything. That was yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, but yeah, I think they did like season three, season four. Like it got a little bit whack and like like it actually got decently scary. Like the deaths in season four was like, dang, <laughs> like that's actually uh concerning. Yeah, but. I mean, Stranger Things is a, is a solid pick, though. Solid yeah. Pick. And then your third one? I don't really have a third. That's open right now. It's open right now. Yeah. All right. I might have to, I might have to put you on, though. Um, I'm not watching anime. Hot <laughs> take. I do not like anime. Uh, that's the worst take possible. Well, not the worst take possible, but you know. Okay. Um, ah, man. For shows? I don't know. I, for me, personally, I put anime in just a different category like off okay, to its good. side yeah. because like i don't i don't like to compare anime with like other like actual shows because i understand like people don't like shows in general right or like no people don't like uh anime yeah in general so um you know for for all the people that watch anime out there you know anime's top tier but you know mm, i disagree it's, it, it's it's up to the person um number one though 
Uh, I would have to say, dude, I don't even know what it is, but like, I've, I, I'm still a child at heart, man, because Avatar, <laughs> <laughs> Avatar still hits, bro. I swear, Avatar is, in, for, is number one for me. It's It hits. That, that's fair. It's I remember crazy. watching that like when I was younger, and I I can't remember any of it now, but yeah, it was a it was a good show. I think. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's really good. I don't know, just just the way like the the story building and all that stuff. It's just like when you're when you're a kid, obviously it's um like it's cool because you know it's people with powers, so you're always interested. Yeah, but like it's it's still like even even when you like when you're growing into it, you know, it's yeah. still a solid show. And then number two, I would right now I'm watching um. Breaking Bad, which I... No way. <laughs> what? I, I've, I've slandered this show so much before, but, like, I don't know. I, I just decided, like, I'm going to just watch, like, a few episodes, a few seasons, right? And now you're hooked. And right now, dude, I'm, like, I'm blazing. I'm cruising through right now. I think I'm on, like, season two, season three. I don't know what I'm on. Dang. But do you know the, the basic storyline of it? Uh, oh, uh, I've heard bits and pieces, but... Mr. Macbeth's opinion, greatest show he's ever watched. Breaking just because back. of the character development, he said. <laughs> Which, I mean, I'm honestly, like, when I get older, I'm probably going to end up watching it. But. It's, yeah. So. Yeah, from what he said, it's, like, a great show. Without, like, not in terms of morals or anything, but, you know. Yeah. Great character development. The, the characters are, like, the characters they chose and, like, how they play them, like, it's it's really good. Like, it hooks you. But, um, basically, to explain it for you and for anyone else that doesn't know. Um, so the, the main character, right? Or I guess there's, well, no, no, there's only one basically. Mm-hmm. So Walter White, right? Yeah. He's Walter. The, <laughs> Walter White. So he's the, the way it starts, right? The show starts with him doing a recording of himself and like where he lives and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Because, um, basically. Is he in jail? No, but they were, okay. they, they were getting tracked down by like the, the DEA and the feds basically. Oh, uh, the drug administration. Uh, basically, right? Um, Walter White. Uh huh. Um, he has he was diagnosed. Started off as a normal guy, right? Yeah, he started yeah. off as a normal guy. He's chilling, right? Yeah. They're they're a low income family, right? And his son has cerebral palsy or whatever. Ooh. Um, but you know they're they're a solid family, right? Weeball. They're, yeah, yeah, they're they're, like they're weeball. solid. You know, American American family. You know, America. <laughs> yeah. Amen, um, brother. <laughs> yeah, all that all that fun stuff, right? Yeah. Um. And so, but he's, but he's a little bit of like a withheld person, right? Mm-hmm. And so the show starts off, you know, he's a normal, he's a normal guy, basically a normal family. Um, and he finds, he finds out that he's diagnosed with, um, cancer, right? With lung cancer. Yeah. And it's stage three and it's, it's not looking good, right? Like they're pretty sad about it because they're, yeah. they're already not making a whole lot of money, right? Cause right. he's a, he's a teacher. He's an underqualified or he's an overqualified teacher, right? Like he has yeah. a bunch of qualifications. He helped his friend start a business, mm-hmm. but then I don't even like I don't even know what happened. But basically, it's probably going to explain it more. But he ended up as a teacher, mm-hmm. and he should be he should have a better job, but he doesn't. Yeah. And so he has lung cancer, um, and he's the only income person of their house, right? Mm. And then, um, their their wife. Uh, his wife gets pregnant, right? Uh huh. With a kid, so they got a kid on the way, and they got Ooh, cancer, right? That's so, not looking good on the hospital bill. But he, but he doesn't know what to do, right? Like, and his 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 uh, they say his pride is like he has, I don't, I don't personally, I don't think it's just, it's a pride issue, 
But for some reason, he just won't accept money from other people. And so instead, yeah. he does. He finds like an old student, uh-huh. and he just sells meth. Wow. <laughs> and that's basically. And there's there's so much um, there's so much more that happens. But that's basically the, the yeah. premise, right? So in order to, he's selling meth in order to like, uh, pay off his hospital bills, right? Because they don't want to. They don't want to be. Uh, he doesn't want to be a burden to other people, right? So they're trying to. Uh, he's selling meth to pay off his hospital bills and provide for his child because they got a child on the way. Um, but he can't tell his entire family because yeah. it's illegal, obviously. Right. But he's kind of stupid, and so his wife... His <laughs> yeah, wife, that, uh, that was not the <laughs> smartest decision he could have made. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was, like, his his reason for doing it yeah, is I fine. Yeah, get, I get the reason, but, but like, there's got to be better ways. I mean... And then his... The way he went about it, too, is just stupid because yeah. he, he would go off for, like, days at a, or, like, hours at a time, and he would come back late at night, and his whole family was worried, and they got suspicious and whatever, so... yeah. That that obviously costs oh, yeah. a lot of problems. I got my third show, by the way. Right, what is you're talking about? I got to go with Boy Meets World. <laughs> oh my <laughs> yeah, gosh, yeah. Okay, no. I, I I understand Boy the immediate World. reaction and like how it might be corny, but I know Elijah hit me, Hippie will back me up on this. Boy Meets World it is a top tier show. You like you watch it start to finish, like it's basically like boyhood, and Dude, like I couldn't watch it start to finish. It's <laughs> so good and. Like the the character development on Corey, dude. Like the main character, it's insane. Like the amount of lessons he has to learn and go through. It's like it. Part of it's 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 because it's so nostalgic. You know, I started watching it like during COVID, and like, man, I wa- I I blaze through all seven seasons of that. And like, they're short. They're like twenty minute episodes, but they're still like straight heat, bro. And like, yeah, it's like. You watch him go through high school and then through college, and it like it almost makes you wonder like there's no way college is actually like this like, and then it gets to like like his senior year in high school he's like got so much time on his hands it's like actually kind of funny, yeah. But it's it's just so much fun and like the love story between Corey and Topanga and like that that that's a wild ride and it's like it reminds me of a certain couple I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay but okay. We'll, we'll talk about that later and but it's just like it's such a fun show and like it, like it does make you think at times too like you think like oh it's just gonna be some corny sh- disney show but no it's actually it's actually got some aspects where it makes you think like there's a part where sean uh cory's best friend that's another like it, just the relationship between like um, best friends like guy best friends it's like it i think it portrays it very well and just like there's a, one episode where sean basically is like gets um into a cult sort of on accident and then he like decides he wants to stay but he's just like being influenced by this uh cult leader or whatever and <clears throat> so Corey's like dude this is whack okay um, sorry, my dad just walked in, but, <laughs> um, but Corey's like, dude, this is whack. And then, <laughs> and then, um, 
And then he like get brings him to uh, Corey's parents. Like Corey brings Sean to his parents, and yeah. Cor- uh, Sean's supposed to be staying with Corey's parents while his while Sean's parents are out of town. And they're like, "How could you be so stupid, Sean? Like we love you." And like they're questioning him on what he believes, and it sort of like makes you start to question, like, "Okay, what do I believe myself?" And basically, the end of the story, like, um his teacher gets in a biking accident, like a motorcycle accident. And he's like in the hospital in critical condition. And he brings like the leader of the cult there with him to the hospital. And Corey and Topanga are like, all right, that's enough. We're bringing you in to like see him. Just the three of us, like nobody else, none of the parents, none of not, not the cult leader or whatever. It's just going to be us three. And then we're going to, we're going to leave you alone with him. And that moment alone with this teacher that's, like, that was basically a father figure to him because, like, his family life was crap and messed up. Yeah. But this father figure, he's, like, watching him, like, um, like he's in critical condition and could die. And he's just watching them there. And there's nothing he can do about it. And he, like, has this, like, moment where he just comes to God. And it's, like, a crazy crazy moment. And it's, like, one of my favorite episodes of the whole show just because it, like... It makes you th- makes you it makes you think like what do you believe in and if this happened how would you respond would you respond like Sean did or would it be worse or yeah it's just it's just such a good show and the character development for everyone is so good and it's like it's got so much humor too mixed in with it like Eric is the stupidest but most believable believable character like he reminds me a lot of Josh like our buddy <laughs> Josh like like he like. I see Eric and I basically see Josh because like there's people like actually like this in the world yeah. and they're like genuinely funny. They're funny people, but sometimes they just like make these, um, these, uh, not very smart decisions. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, not that Josh makes those not smart decisions. Like we all make dumb decisions, yeah. but like he's just, he's like such a relatable character in that way. Like, there are people like this that are just different, but they're also like normal and they're super smart in their own way. Cause Eric's like actually a genius, but everybody just sees him as this like, um, idiot and he just messes up all the time. But no, he's actually like got this deeper side to him. And like, there's one episode where he like, where it's like a, like a fast forward in time and they're like doing a reunion and he like apparently like went off to live in the woods by himself and he married a moose and all this, but he has this manifest with him and it's only one thing that he wrote down and it says, um, lose one friend, lose all friends, lose yourself. And it was like, dang, that's deep. Like, like that, like this guy's a secretly a genius, but we all just think he's some big idiot, idiot and there's nothing else to him, but no, he's actually this smart and funny character that they were able to portray is also like on the surface seeming like dumb, but that reminded me of Josh in a lot of ways too. <laughs> yeah, boy meets world though. I mean, that's a that's an interesting pick, I guess. You should you should check it out. Yeah. Elijah Hippie, I I think he'd agree with me. It's a, and Anna Gentile, top they both would say top tier show. <laughs> All right, whatever you say, man. I'll check it out. Maybe consider. I'll consider. Um, I don't even know what I'd pick for my third. Honestly, it's not. I don't watch too many shows i mean oh wait actually oh man i would i I know i said i wouldn't include anime 
but blue lock is actually a little bit too what blue lock all right so it's um for for those that haven't seen it it's a it's a soccer anime right oh my gosh but it's like the best show ever like Mm -hmm. basically basically like if if you just watch it actually don't even watch it honestly just read the manga it's better manga's better um but (laughs) even even the show it's just it's just really good um and basically the 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 story behind it is this guy is trying to the main character is trying to be on the uh, the Japan national team mm-hmm. but they lose in like the quarterfinals or something like that some some they lose some big game right and so they get knocked out of the the tournament out of the whatever it is that they were That's playing tough. for and so the coach is like uh whatever this like this was a sad loss or whatever we can work as a team um but this guy is like, if I didn't pass, we would have won or something like that. <sighs> and so then there's there's this dude, right? His name is literally Ego, right? His his name is Ego. He sounds like he has a big ego already. Huh? Does oh, he have he, a big he, ego? He does. Yeah, okay. Um and so well I don't know if he does personally, but he wants other people to. <laughs> and so his whole his whole style of uh soccer is um the striker with the biggest ego is the best <laughs> striker in the world, basically. <laughs> And so he's trying to he's trying to literally make the best striker in the world, and so like from Japan because Japan is like they are buns in in the show like they suck because like they like they can qualify for the World Cup. Well, I guess it's even realistic to today because like, yeah, they can qualify for the World Cup, right? Like they're good enough to qualify, but they're trash. But like yeah, in the World Cup, like they they <laughs> I mean they didn't did even, they win one game? Like they actually did impressive, but yeah, they, 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 they they didn't, didn't make it to the second round. No, um, they didn't they didn't make it to the to round sixteen either. But. Yeah. I mean, they're like, so that's basically the whole show. He's trying to make Japan basically a viable team, and he's trying to do it by making strikers. But the manga kind of, actually, I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. But um, yeah, those are my top three. All right, personally. Let's go. Um, so why don't why don't we do this? Why don't we just do movies next week? Movies next week. Okay. Yeah, and, and then we just do with? music. We do music this week too. Okay. Let's get into what we're listening to right now. Let's just start with that, <laughs> and then we'll get into like greatest artists of all time next week too, or something like that. Oh man, that's so. I gotta be honest. Oh yeah, me and Corbin also have a hot music take, but we're gonna make you guys wait on that one. Yep. You guys are gonna hate us for it, but we we're like we ball, we love it. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Right now, listening to like a majority of the time it's just worship music and i feel like you and i are similar similar in that way we're yeah. always just um in that mindset and just listening to worship music and yeah and then if i'm not listening to worship music right now it's got to be forest or surfaces like forest i'm so excited for his new album on june 16th it's going to be straight heat dude cuz oh the the California Cowboys. California Cowboy. Or <laughs> Cow- yeah, California Cowboy. Yeah, it's going to be like straight heat. And I'm so excited to see what he does with it because he's like matured so much in his writing process that it's just going to be like a like a flowing story. And I'm so excited to see what he does with it lyrically and just like um, beat-wise and uh, tone-wise, just like what he does with it. And like... The, the crazy thing about Forrest is just to see, like, how much he's growing in his faith, too. And, like, you see, like, at the beginning, like, he didn't really talk about God that much or his faith in his songs. And then he gradually took these baby steps, like, I'm talking about in his just solo stuff, to the point where you get, like, no longer bound. 
and lift my hands where they're just like pure <laughs> worship songs and it's like amazing and he's like collaborating with holby like they did a song together called altar altar and that's a like top tier song like that's such a great song and i'm just so excited to see what else he does with that in this album and i'm excited yeah forest is forest is pretty solid from what i've heard yeah from like what you've introduced me to and just like i don't know just the way it just his um he's so relaxing too yeah like the the music and like the sound he has like the yeah. acoustic and like the i don't even know what it is but just like the sound and the acoustics of his music is pretty yeah. solid like there's this song that you really liked hold on i'm pulling it up nah. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> that 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 song is just so good and it like it just, just gets better and better like 2 a.m in my head like it, it like the song like the way it introduces itself like that it, it sets that tone and then he says it and you're like that's what that feels like it feels like being in your bed at 2 a.m still awake just listening to music and trying to drown out thoughts like that's exactly <laughs> what that song like intros with and that's it's so good but it's just relaxing I yeah think it's relaxing too and like surfaces, it's just a bunch of beach songs and chill like <laughs> melodies. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, what you got? And then yeah. we should probably wrap it up because we have graduation to get to. Yep, in like twenty minutes. Yep, so, we gotta hurry. <laughs> um, I would say, uh, worship for sure is like what I'm listening to. Like in, mm-hmm. like after, not like during school, but like after school, like car rides, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah uh, yeah, worship. Yeah. Um, and if it's not worship, um, I used to be like about six months ago, mm-hmm. I was on that, I was on that J. Cole, <laughs> Jermaine yeah. Cole bandwagon. I and helped it, you get off though. Yeah. It, it wasn't really like, I don't even know what it was. It was just like the lyrics, right? Like just the way like his yeah. lyrics, like, I don't know, just like his, I get his that rhythm. though. Like certain yeah. artists can be lyrical genius, but like the music yeah. itself can't is sometimes isn't that great of but a like, message. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, just, like, the way, like, he would literally, like, put whole, like, speeches in the song. Like, like if that makes yeah. sense. Like, like, he would, like, like rhythmically, like, write. Yeah. Um, just talented in yeah. his songwriting. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, like, incredible. I don't even know. Yeah. But um, now, honestly, I just, I just listen to, like, a whole lot of, um, like, nostalgic type of songs, too. Like, yeah. Um, or actually, I listen to a lot of podcasts too. If I'm mm-hmm. not, but um, we can talk about podcasts too next. Yeah, week. next week. But um, yeah, like those nostalgia. Like um, what is it? Uh, like it. Like if you've seen the the Curious George movie, I don't know if you've seen. Oh that. yeah, but like Jack just, Johnson. Yeah, so yeah. Many, like the talk of the town, like that type of bro. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I just like relaxing songs. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, That's, I also listen to uh acoustics too, like a whole bunch of like. Oh yeah, yeah, you songs. like acoustics. One yeah. man band. <laughs> Old Dominion. One man band. I don't man. wanna be a one man band. <laughs> we gotta have to hit a hit a solo with that man. Maybe next week you bring in guitar. <laughs> Maybe live music on the podcast. Sure. Yeah, start our own band. We're about to be our own one man band. <laughs> yeah, that song but is goaded. It is. The man. acoustic on that one is great. It is. And it's just him with his acoustic, isn't it? And yeah. like maybe like a bass or something. Yeah. I don't know. He's got but, a bass, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It is. <laughs> but yeah, All that's right. that's about it for my music. Yeah. All right. I think we got to call that a wrap because 
Man, almost an hour and 40. Like, that's crazy Jeez, for episode dude. one. We, yeah, I don't know about you, but that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, by, by the time this comes out, we'll have a name for our podcast. We'll have named this. Um, yeah, I'm excited. We're going to have so much fun with this this summer. Oh, yeah. And hopefully carried in the next school year. But yeah, this is, this is going to be fun. I'm excited. Have other friends on next week. Yeah, it's going to be great. Maybe we'll get Josh on next week. He really wants to do it. Oh yeah, he Josh is like the most motivated, I think, too, out of the other three. And it's gonna be fun having him on, though. Yeah. next week for sure. Yeah, let's go. It's gonna be hype. Shout out, Josh Bigler. Yes, sir. All right. Maybe we shouldn't be name dropping <laughs> government. He's names, gonna be on here, anyways. Yeah, yeah. All right, but... all right, guys. That's a 